Hello, this is John Haddad, and you're listening to Dot Fox, double G U double T. So we covered the athletes and the average Joe, let's call them, you know, everyone. I want to jump a little bit into another section that kind of, I'm not going to say it relates back to what you were saying, but it might be. And here we can be as politically correct as we want, but I don't know what your view, but my view is I, as a person, I don't like to take any kind of drugs whenever I feel pain somewhere or anything like that. I try to avoid going to the doctors unless I really need to. But that's me, right? You mentioned a few points as you were discussing that you do not want people, patients or pre-patients before they become injured or whatever, rely on you all the time. You want them to become independent and have their subconscious maybe aware of their body and also they can act upon and so on. Why is this kind of information, and we touched on a bit, on a little part, and but there was so much more out there for sure. Why is this not given to us? Why don't we learn those things even at school? Why are we not aware of this? I mean, I have no nice way to put this, you right. know, to be honest with you, but I'm going to try to put it in the best way possible. So first of all, any kind of medication that suppresses pain, if you're injured, is actually going to be damaging you on the long run. Not because of its side effects, because it's actually masking the position you put your joints and muscles in that actually gives you pain. And as we said before, pain is an indicator. Your body tells you you're in pain for a reason. Mm -hmm. So you can avoid that, just like when we're little kids. Don't touch the hot stove. You touch the hot stove. There's a signal that goes from that finger all the way up to your brain that says, ouch. And then you worry your, your finger and it happens at such a fast pace. The same thing. If you take that medication that's supposed to be masking that pain you have from muscle strain or joint spray or whatever it is, and you go into a certain movement, you won't feel that anymore. Therefore, you're actually damaging that area more instead of getting into the root cause of what's causing that problem to happen. However, I completely understand you there. I've also been blessed that I've worked with a lot of good applicants, especially the ones, I mean, a lot of good doctors, especially ones now at the clubs and a few here in Lebanon that don't go for medication at their primary source for any problem. And of course, especially the ones that work with the big, big like yeah. teens and clubs, of course, medication at last, but they don't want to mess up and they, they understand that they need to figure out what's happening, you know? Unfortunately, I think for the average Joes, I know my parents and generation are the ones that they want something to fast they go. You know, and they don't want to spend time and figure things out. They just bring those those people. So just give me that pill and let me get rid of it. But should we be teaching our younger generation about this? Absolutely. I know I'm teaching my daughter about this and, and I don't know why it shouldn't be taught to the whole world. You know, they need to understand their bodies. You know, yeah. they need to understand when to listen to their bodies. When to just stop at a certain thing, when they're fatigued, when they're this, when they're that, you know, and understand movement should be more available to our younger generation too. They don't move as much as they, as much as we used to. I mean, now they're even moving less and less. So it's a big subject, you know, it's a big subject. It's a huge subject because now everything is like technology. Now they're just sitting down doing everything by technology. They don't even move their hands anymore to write. Yeah. Well, they might move their lips. Yeah, yeah. Thing, that's it you know that's it that's all they do their thumbs have become really really strong yeah no because it goes back to uh you giving the uh you know analogy of 
the dead body, you know, and doing analysis on the anatomy to see how muscles function. And it's the same thing. My biggest beef also is we treat everybody in the same way. Whereas what you do is it's really personalized because each body is... Absolutely. Nobody gets treated in the same. No injury, no diagnosis gets treated in the same way for us. There is no diagnosis. You cannot come to me today and say, I have lower back pain and I will treat you the same way I would treat somebody else with lower back pain. I would do a complete full body analysis assessment on you and check where that pain is stemming from and then go treat that actual cause and not symptoms. I don't want to just mask up your back pain for a few hours and then yeah. off you go. I want to know where that back pain is stemming from and actually go to the root of it and then fix you up and then you're off. It might sound like a long journey, but it's actually a lot faster than anything else because you're not coming back multiple sessions and coming back and coming back we're completely going straight to the source and so when you go to the source that's like faster than you would imagine yeah and that's what you're trying to do somehow on your social media right and when you're teaching you said you taught over 350 people but on social media you have more followers yeah and I mean, is this the message you're trying to convey as well Always trying to convey that everybody is unique, even the way they run, even the way they move. We all have a unique pattern towards us. We all have a unique blueprint. And we cannot be so shallow as to thinking everybody should move this way or that. It completely changes depending on your joint size, depending on your bone size, depending on your shoe size, depending on whatever it is. It completely changes between person to person. And so we have to understand this. And then once we understand this, of course, there's a certain way a muscle should contract at a certain time, but it shouldn't look the same to the naked eye for everybody. And once we understand this, people will solve it more freely. Injuries would decrease immensely. Yeah. And I think the majority of people will be happy if injuries started decreasing, except the ones that sell the pills. But Exactly. I don't think the system mm-hmm. is bringing us into this direction, um, but uh, yeah. there's another agenda against there. Yeah. But- I'm thinking this, I'm looking at this from a designer's point of view, like you, someone wants to design their shop or their website or their home or their, their company, right? So we need to understand, ask all the questions we can to understand what is happening, try things, you know, explore and then, you know, assess and then come up with a solution, let's say. And that's what you're doing here, Absolutely. taking each person. Absolutely. But if you go to the hospital, it's like, I mean, do you even go today? Or is it on Microsoft Teams, you know, that you get assessed? <laughs> exactly, exactly. You know, I, I kind of made a decision a few uh, months ago thing that I'm just going to say what I think. <laughs> I'll truth in a miracle, you know, even during this podcast, because I think we just need to talk about those things in general. Somehow, just create awareness, like there was something else. I read a book a very long time ago. I was still a teenager. It was called Whatever You Think, Think the Opposite. And, and this is what I do in my life. It can be hectic, but yeah, I try to. Yeah, it's very difficult actually finding the truth these days and the real truth these days. A lot of people are so bound up by their biases, by what they've been educated to do, by their family traditions, by their social environment, and we have to take this into consideration all the time. You know, and change comes. I think change has to come slow, and it cannot come fast. And change has to come from within. Yeah, you know. There's, I, I don't know if you listen to rap music, but one of the rappers I was always into was Tupac Shakur. Mm-hmm. And he had, a, he had a saying that he would say that he doesn't believe he's going to change the world, but he'll hope he'll spark the mind of the person that actually does. And 
this is what I always think because changing the world on such a big scale is completely, I mean, I would say it's almost uh, impossible, but maybe sparking a few minds to help along this journey might do the trick. And as long as we're all thinking in the right way and actually trying to better, and this is why I'm going to teach because I think teaching also helps people understand that there's something different. I actually just gave a course in Italy and I'm going to allow myself to say this. In Italy, this was the biggest course I've had that had physical therapists inside of it. And there was four colleagues that came that were quite skeptical in the beginning, uh-huh. the first day. And the last day, they came and they said, you really, really thank you for opening our eyes and something different. This stuff really, really works. So slowly. So imagine the first full day of teaching, they were still skeptical yeah. until they started trying it. They're like, okay, this stuff actually works. Let's start using it. And so they, and I was really happy for this. And this is how you change. I mean, right now I can go up and make as many Instagram reels as you want. I'm still going to have people laugh and say, oh, you're such a pseudoscientist or whatever, because they haven't tried it. And for them, I just feel you know, bad for them because they're not open-minded and willing to try something. Because if I see something that actually, and I've learned and I've weaned myself to do this, and if I see something that goes against my ideologies, today. I don't just completely rebuttal it. I actually think about it and maybe give it a try. And then if I give it a try and it's useless, then I rebuttal it. Then there are a lot of useless things out there. Mm-hmm. But if there is something that's actually good, then why not? And this happens on a daily basis. You know, we're exposed to a lot of information every day today. The stuff that actually says, man, I don't want to do this or whatever it is. Yeah. I go back and I say, okay, let's, let's give it a try and see how it works. It starts with the gut. It ends with the gut. It's in your gut. Gut Talks. This is the end of this episode with John, a.k.a. The Fix. Thanks for listening and see you next time.